0: Welcome in to Priming the Pump, the podcast from Axe for Equipment. This is episode 16, and as always, thank you so much for joining us. Looking forward to our guest this time around. It is Jason Hansen of Rock and Roll Agronomy, uh, located in North Dakota, much like me, but we're not making this a regional podcast. We're going to talk about some national things, but we're going to talk about an event slash trade show that I guarantee no matter where you're from, you have not seen a trade show like what uh, Rock and Roll Agronomy and uh, Jason Hansen and Kyle and his group put on. That's what we're going to talk about today uh, on the podcast. It's called Agronomy on Ice. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's not now. Back up. This is not uh, a a skating thing. We're not uh, in some rink and arena and have judges and agronomists are, are figure skating. It's not that. This is ice fishing, which is very near and dear to the region in which I live in, everybody's heart up here. That's right, ice fishing. Out on the ice, doing some ice fishing, talking agronomy, talking ag. We're going to be doing that coming up in February. Uh, Ag Spray Equipment, we have uh, become a sponsor of this event, uh, and we're very much looking forward to it uh, coming up here in February. We'll talk about that and other things with Jason here momentarily. First of all, I want to thank and remind uh, all of you, thank all of you, first of all, For listening to this podcast and spreading the word about it, Uh, I I do want to encourage you to let more and more people know about it as we grow our podcasting network. Got an email the other day, quite proud, quite proud. Um, This podcast now ranks 171st in the entertainment division in Ireland for podcasts. Yes, so both of those people listening in Ireland that uh, randomly stumbled across this podcast and downloaded it Helped us achieve number 171. So I I am stoked about that. Um, looking to maybe, maybe breach the 150 mark sometime next year. <laughs> These podcast rankings are, they're incredible. You get them emailed to you as soon as you start a podcast. And uh, you, you wonder if they're a joke. I'm pretty sure they are. Uh, so I like to brag about them when I get told I'm uh, Ranked 223rd in a comedy podcast in Taipei or wherever. (laughs) It's quite funny. All right, with that said, let's get rolling. We welcome in our guest on the podcast. His name, Jason Hansen, synonymous also with the uh, name of Rock and Roll Agronomy, Agronomy on Ice. You got like five different things that you do, man. How do you... uh, I I know how you, you make time for these phone calls. You do them as you're driving from one thing to the next, so... I guess, hey, thanks for coming on, man.
1: Hey, appreciate it. Yeah, we are driving today. It's uh, me and my co-host, uh, the podcast, the Agronomist Happy Hour, Kyle Oakey. We're uh, traveling down to Des Moines, Iowa today for the uh, North Central uh, Self-Fertility Conference.
0: Yeah, I uh, I always look at, uh, I shouldn't say always look at, but I, in looking at some of the things you do, and, and this just tells you how much of a, you know, I guess I, we think the same, We we kind of, feel the same about but you guys started up the uh, agronomist happy hour podcast and I just kind of thought ah that's a good idea just call people and have a happy hour with them and nice relaxed conversation should have thought of that like four years ago but I didn't
1: so it's uh, I don't know it kind of goes along with uh, if you ever go to meetings like this one we're going to we're there for the information but a lot of times where you get the most out of it is the social hour just having that open discussion about things that eh, maybe it wasn't the right time to bring up or you're running short on time in the regular meeting. And then you can get down to brass tacks on some stuff. So that's kind of the gist of, yeah, it's just kind of the, the whole point of the podcast, I guess.
0: Well, if you're me, you're in those meetings and you want to raise a hand and ask a question, but you're like, if I ask this question right now in front of everybody, is half of this room going to go, is this guy an idiot? So it's nicer to have that that smaller conversation on the side of those to go. Oh wait, no, everybody else was thinking that too. I should have asked that question.
1: Yeah, and and people they sit down. Uh, we generally try not to do too scripted. We get uh, people of different interests. Try to keep it as timely as possible with things that are going on in in agriculture in North Dakota. But I mean, we're expanding out into other areas, and and that seems people like to gravitate toward that. So it's it's been fun, and if it's fun. It's that's worth doing, in my opinion. I've always been that way.
0: Yeah. To me, it gives us all an excuse to actually have a conversation. I mean, you know, full disclosure for our for my listeners, you know, this was kind of born out of a couple years ago. You guys started doing agronomy on ice. It was something that I knew as a a company I wanted to try to sponsor regionally because, you know, that's one of the things that that we do in the the upper Midwest is is do ice fishing in the the, uh, wintertime. And it's a great social uh, time as well um and so obviously we we reached out wanted to be a sponsor of it this year you and i got to talk and i was like you know it makes sense to you know move forward and and have you on our podcast to talk a little bit about you know what you do as an agronomist what your company you know kind of focuses on and then you know talk a little bit more about uh agronomy on ice so i guess let's start with the name rock and roll agronomy where's that uh, born out of
1: that was that came out of my uh my retail days. And it was just crazy wild times. And at the time, one of my uh, reps walked in and I had, uh, uh, I think I had one cell phone I was talking into and two landlines. And he goes, man, this is like a rock concert. This is like rock and roll <laughs> agronomy. And I took that. I'm a pirate. I'm a thief. And I took it and I used it. And so I used that handle on, on my Snapchat, my Twitter, my Instagram. And it's just kind of how it's gone. And And I don't know, it's kind of just my persona too, I guess.
0: No, it's it's great. And, uh, you know, you got to, in this day and age where everything is, you know, Danley Agronomy, Hanson Agronomy, it it sets you apart. People remember it. Heck, I remember it, and I I knew who to reach out to. So, now, how did you and Kyle get hooked up working together?
1: So, we used to work together at the same company for probably six, seven years. And then uh, I went off and, and, and tried something different on my own. So, I... Uh, my business is I'm an independent crop consultant, but I also contract and work with ag retailers and do things like, oh, uh, insurance complaint handling, meetings, speaking engagements, different things like that. Not not really too different from what I was doing uh, with Kyle. And so it was, I mean, if you want to blame someone, you blame Kyle for the podcast because he's <laughs> like, we, we got to do this. And I'm like, I'm not really a podcast guy. Like, no, no, you're going to be. <laughs> so. So that's on him, but that's yeah, gone really well.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's uh, there's been good growth, and it's good to see, you know, your your company's name popping up more and more. That's always uh, it, it's always good when you see you know the local retailers, the local consultants, you know, starting to grow. And I think one of the things that's definitely helped you grow regionally is the uh, event that you do now, Agronomy on Ice. I mean, I first caught wind of this. I want to say two years ago. Um, it might mm-hmm. might have been the first year, or was it, what was the first year you did agronomy on ice? Two
1: thousand nineteen.
0: Okay, so it was the first year that I heard about it because then last year was twenty twenty, and we had everything with that. But you guys still had a uh, an event uh, last year, and then this year it made yep. a lot of sense to come on. Uh, how did you come up with the idea for agronomy on ice? And and you know, where's that growth? What's that growth look like between year one and year three now?
1: So, yeah, we're going to come into our fourth year for 2022. It's, it's always the first Wednesday of February. Uh, the reason I do that is because a lot of our winter high school sports season starts that upcoming Thursday and into the weekend. And you can't really, you can't com- compete with that. And uh, the idea was, uh, I live in Devil's Lake, North Dakota. And a lot of our meetings take me to Grand Forks, Fargo, Bismarck, and not really Devil's Lake. And I was like, you know what? We should just have a place where we do meetings in Devil's Lake more. And, and someone just said, well, why not on Devil's Lake? And I thought, you're right. So it is a it's a combination of a networking events, trade show, tailgating. It's just a fun, good time. And uh, yeah, it's uh, I think the first year we probably had 150. Uh, last year we were probably pushing somewhere between five and six hundred people. And the feedback we've got so far this year is it wouldn't surprise me if we get close to a 1,000 people that will attend this.
0: I, I would not doubt that at all. I mean, just the buzz. I've heard about it, uh, more people wanting to come on. And I, I think we have all uh, played the trade show circuit. We've all done that. you know. I, I We've done several shows at, with Ag Spray Equipment. And doing the same show over and over again every year sometimes makes sense. But we're definitely in a day and age now where we need to try different things. And like you mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, you know, the Agronomist Happy Hour podcast. And now this these social events, you know, when monitored correctly, and can actually be a lot more beneficial than than going and sitting in a conference for eight hours or going to a trade show and walking it for three, four hours. You can really get down to the things that you actually uh, want to see, want to accomplish, who you want to talk to, and, and ultimately in this event, have some fun with it too.
1: That's the whole thing, is it's it's uh fun. You you get to meet people, you're kinda outside, you can be in ice houses. It is uh you want to sit down and uh, Nutrien has this breakfast that's just out of this world. Everybody goes to their breakfast. Bridger Riedel has her caramel's everybody goes to have a caramel. Roll. Yeah probably by nine ten o'clock you're for sure had probably one or two beers in you. But you, it's it's not like there's a game, uh, a football game where you kind of feel like you have to have so much in your system to go in and cheer and loud. Everybody is pretty mild mannered. Uh, nothing's out of control, and you can sit down and go in. This place is like, oh my gosh, they're serving the best brats I've ever had. Or you go over to this place, and they're serving up this. And so it's a food's a very social thing. Drink, of course, is. But then you can have just these it's the same kind of concept, very laid back. Uh, make connections. I know people that have from a, they show up, they've sold seed there because all of a sudden you bump into somebody or, Hey, you got to come over and talk to such and such. That's the whole point of it. And it's outside. It's different. And it's just, it's been good, been pretty well received. And we've done most of our marketing through social media and uh, it's, you got to keep at it, you know, because uh, people have a. We tend to have a shorter uh, attention span now. It
0: seems like. <laughs> that's for sure, and especially if you don't uh, constantly tell people about something, they eventually forget. And then finally, the day of when you put another thing out there, they go, "Oh yeah, that's today." I guess I'll show up. And then you have another hundred people show up for an event that you weren't expecting. That happens sometimes too. Does anybody actually catch fish at the event? I've, I've always kind of wondered that.
1: Yes. So we're but where we're at on the lake is uh, our our challenge last year was that we we didn't know if we're going to get enough ice thickness Mm -hmm. because we just had that warm winter so people have a tendency to there's kind of two groups they people think it's primarily an ice fishing event it is not and uh, they'll go to the outside we have a woodland resort clears off a big spot for us and people go out and and they want to catch fish it's not a, a great fishing location on the lake so one of the things we're doing Agronomy and Ice has transitioned from a one day event to now it's a two day event. The the first day, uh, Kyle and I are hosting the Agronomists Happy Hour inaugural virtual fishing tournament. And you get a bumper board and you take pictures when you catch the fish. And just like a golf leaderboard, you show up in the categories. And so you can fish anywhere on the lake. And we're gonna have an entry fee and prizes and so now people that want to come up here to seriously fish, there's, we're going to put some competition into it. And then the next day is uh, the agronomy on ice main event. So that's going to be a, that'll be a change. And I think it's going to go over very well because people, if you're going to come to something, yeah, if I want to take a Wednesday off in the middle of the week, I'd really like to make it a two day deal. Then I can justify it,
0: you know. <laughs> so the the dates that you're having it this year kind of give everybody the uh, the full pitch on it now. Day one is what day? Day two is what day? The uh, you know the brief overview of the events going on on each of them.
1: Yep. So February first is the day before, but there are things going on that day. For instance, the the virtual fishing tournament Agronomist Happy Hour is putting on. Uh, we are having a tweet up uh, over at a, a Ty's Lodge, which is basically a All the people you know on Twitter, if they show up and you've never met them before face-to-face, that's where you go and socialize over there. Uh, We are also having a vintage ag swag. So if you've got some of that old vintage ag clothing or different things, we're having a, I don't know if we're going to have a catwalk or a red carpet, but we got, uh, bring that kind of stuff because it just stirs up memories and it leads to conversations and that's the whole point of it. And then February 2nd, which is Groundhog's Day, uh, we'll be on the ice. Uh, people kind of get set up the night before. We'll have people set up probably the Monday before. And then everybody gets to tailgating and doing whatever they want to do. And it's a great day. Sunrise to sunset. And then we that evening we kind of meet at uh, Cove uh, by the lakeside there and uh, talk about it. And uh, So it's kind of a two-day event. So February 1 and 2. And there, anybody interested in egg, you're more than welcome to attend
0: it is a great event we've heard uh, awesome things about it the last couple of years we as a company very happy to be uh, helping sponsor it and we'll obviously be there in attendance as well you know just devil's lake at, in general so i'm i'm not uh, i'm obviously located in north dakota as as our listeners and some people probably know but i'm not originally from north dakota originally being from nebraska and, and there is some fishing in nebraska i had heard of devil's lake but had never really learned a lot about it till i moved to the area and for the people interested on the fishing side of it, it, it is one of the premier fishing locations in the Upper Midwest, if not in all the the states for you know perch, walleye, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah, absolutely, it is. Uh, I think if uh, if ever I go somewhere and they say, "Hey, uh, where are you from?" and I say North Dakota, well, where at? And immediately they think of Fargo. That's probably the most common. I say, "Well, Devil's Lake." If you know if you know anything about waterfalling or fishing, they know exactly where that's at. We have premier walleye, perch. Uh, if you're into northern's, crappie, white bass. Those are probably the five main game fish that we have up there. And it is, uh, and this year, summer fishing was one of the better ones we've ever had. It was spectacular. So, I'm hoping that bleeds over into the winter because I, I probably do more ice fishing than I. It's just I have more time for it.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the things that makes it very popular. In this area, is yeah. Once you get into the winter time, you have a lot more time to do that, and that's one thing I've always said to my my friends from Nebraska when they go, well, it gets so cold in North Dakota. What do you even do in the winter? And And I tell them there's actual events and things that you can go do up here versus you know in Nebraska. Like ice fishing is is a whole social activity and sport up here as opposed to in Nebraska. Everybody thinks you're out there sitting on a stool with a hole in the lake and. You know, freezing your baguettes off out there. You know, up here uh, we, we do things a little different and, and more more correctly. I would say,
1: yeah, no, you got to play smart. You got to be inside. I, I, if it's nice outside, I like I like March because it's warmer at that time, and you can not be in the house. I like to do that if at all possible. But uh, if you dress right at this event, you're not going to have to worry about it being cold. We've had some bad weather before. Everybody still had a good time. So I'm not too worried about that. And and I do appreciate the fact that Ag Spray is a sponsor because it's going to be – it's always great to see uh, new people and new stories. And coming in, it's a whole different uh, – uh, from a business and a customer standpoint, it's just about making connections. So uh, we do really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, and, and we – you know, we like to try to find new ways to reach our customers rather than, you know, obviously you can show up at somebody's office so many times and you can go to these trade shows so many times. So it's it's definitely something different we're looking forward to. I, I would be remiss if I didn't talk a little bit about the world of ag, um, agronomy, fertilizer right now. You know, in North Dakota, we are a little bit different than the rest of the country when it comes to fertilizer application and some of the things that we're dealing with right now. And... Uh, And hydrous has been big. Obviously, a lot of gas has gone down this fall, a lot of dry. Just from an agronomist perspective, talk a little bit about what this fall and going into winter has been like uh, for you and and trying to help out your customers and what some of your main focuses have been.
1: Right. So I've been doing a lot of soil sampling because of the – I do a lot of it anyway, but this year was uh, there's a lot more attention paid to it because of where these uh, fertilizer, uh, urea, ammonium sulfate, phosphates and hydras are at. Uh, those are probably the biggest ones we use up here. We're not really too much of a liquid market. And uh, just the price point is very concerning. So we had very dry weather. We ended up basically with a normal year of moisture, but it came in the fall. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, we're we're going into next year in pretty good shape with our soil profile and moisture but it's gonna probably change some of our, our uh, rotations because we had a we have very high residual amounts of nitrogen coming off of corn, coming off of wheat, um, not so much barley. Those crops traditionally have soybeans that go on them and uh, you don't wanna have that. And, and the bean uh, residual nitrogen fields are lower. I'm thinking we're gonna see more things like canola get planted on the corn stubble, we're gonna see more beans on beans. We might see more wheat on wheat, just to utilize that nitrogen because of the cost point. Because if I put beans out on a piece of ground, it's got 120 units of actual end, I'm gonna have the same yield and I, and I didn't get any benefit out of that nitrogen. And I might have issues like uh, IDC, yellow beans, iron chlorosis. So it's uh, it's getting people to realize that there might be some changes that we have to make and so that, and it started earlier because fertilizer prices were getting high earlier. Crop protection price, uh, uh, supply and pricing is a, is a major issue. And uh, it's just going to be a very unique year. We thought with the COVID thing, oh, yeah, just, this is a weird year. Uh, I think we just touched the iceberg on some of this stuff. So it's for me as an agronomist, uh, you've got to be hopping a little extra quick because it's changing. It, it's very fast paced.
0: Yeah, things have been changing very quickly, you know, in the last 365 days. I just think of, you know, where we were a year ago, and, you know, we had not seen quite the supply and demand issues that that we are now. Now we're definitely seeing them, but... Uh, we could very much be in a situation here in a few months where all of the things that we've been waiting on are here, and now we got to figure out how to get them to customers or customers have decided to go a different way with it. And you deal with some of that in the uh, the, the fertilizer and in, in your market as well. So uh, it's going to be an interesting couple of months. Now, but we'll wrap up here. I don't like to go too long on these. But uh, tell me about the soil conference that you're going to. What what are you uh, doing there, and, and what's that all about? Sure. So
1: it's an industry uh, and extension uh, conference, and we're going to talk about some things like uh, maximum rate to nitrogen, economic return to nitrogen, some different things with uh, some companies, Pivot Bio, are uh, talking about some of these soil biology things. A lot of focus around uh, nitrogen. That was the interest for me because it's uh, when you start pushing uh, a, a, do- a dollar a pound actual, it's unprecedented times. So you're just trying to make the best decisions for your clients, your farmers, and sometimes you got to step out of your uh, comfort zone and go to different spots, listen to different speakers. Sorry, and and talk to different people about how to help you. So it was great last year with Zoom because you could kind of go all over the the states or the globe and hear things. But there's a lot of value in talking to people face to face. And uh, just worked out time frame, and i got to meet some people I haven't seen in a long time, so it's going to be a great conference there.
0: That is awesome. Well, we're looking forward to We look forward to seeing you in a few months. Uh, thanks for coming on. It's always uh, great to talk to, to new people on the podcast.
1: Hey, appreciate the reach out. Yeah, we'll probably see you at the uh, North Dakota Ag Association show in the Fargo Dome. We'll uh, touch base there, and, and uh, thanks for having me on. And, again, thanks for uh, Ag Spray for uh, being a sponsor of Agronomous Happy Hour. I guarantee you won't regret it. It's going to be a good time.
0: That's Jason Hansen. Rock and Roll Agronomy is the name of the company. The event is Agronomy on Ice. We thank uh, Jason for coming on, and I believe Kyle for driving during that portion of the episode. They also have a podcast. It's called The Agronomist Happy Hour. Um, We'll try to link and tweet and get all that out there. Uh, But if you're on social media, I'm sure you've already found it. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this show. Appreciate each and every one of you listening in. As in life and in pumping, always remember to prime your pump. You never want to run dry, overheat, or cause damage when you don't have to. Stay efficient. Work hard. So make sure your pump is primed. This has been Priming the Pump from Ag Spray Equipment.